When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Nottingham Forest first game of the season ends in defeat as they traveled to the Emirates and lost 2-1. But is it bad or was there some good signs? We'll cover all of this off in tonight's Grumpy Old Reds. Good morning, good evening, or good night, wherever in the world you are. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to, I feel a bit of a relaxed atmosphere speaking to the boys backstage. Well, we'll see how relaxed, how long that relaxation lasts. Hope you guys in the chat are doing well, and to you guys watching later on, hi, hope you're well. Please don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. And panel, how are we? How are we all doing? And Dino and Ez, all good? All good, thank good. you. Good, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, not bad. I'm seeing a lot of comments in the chat about Scarpa and Olympiacos mm. formations. I'm seeing stuff about Cresswell as well. We'll touch into all of those. Um, good to see you boys in the chat and girls. Hope everyone's well. Hi, Sly. How are you? Martin, um, Mark, all of you. Hope you're doing well. Start getting your thoughts and comments in. Uh, we'll start, I guess we'll start with the game and we'll, we'll cover that off because. A lot of people were thinking Forrest were going to hold five or six yesterday, and it didn't end up being that way. We, most of us were right about the tactics, but you know it developed towards the end of the game, which was quite interesting. Um, as I start with you, as how, how did you read the game as an overview? What were your kind of closing thoughts, really, on the match? Yeah, um, it's the first half was just about first twenty odd minutes. We were fine. We looked okay. Mm. The shape looked good. We actually looked like we were backing each other up in those positions with with the low block, and it looked like it was going to be a tough day for them to get through. And I thought we'd kind of seen off the um, the threat a little bit early on, and then a little bit bug off. Um, they score one, and then they mm. score another one within five or six minutes. And um, to be honest, at half time, I was fearing the worst. But um, I'll let the guys talk about the rest of it. But yeah, I would take take it to half time. I was I was fearing the worst. I thought they finally got their mojo. They looked like after they scored their first two goals, they looked like they could score with every attack, and it was getting a little bit 
Alamo-ish. Um, so a bit scary going into half time, but it did change. Um, it didn't change straight away, but he did make the changes and we'll get onto that. Um, but yeah, like I say, it was the overall result you'd kind of be happy with, to be honest. Anyone said 2-1 going into that game, regardless of how we played, you would have taken that. But I felt that um, we showed signs of what we can, what we are capable of and what we've kind of, as a group, we've kind of been asking for for so long. But uh, we saw glimpses of it. So there were shoots of um, recovery for me there. But uh, yeah, yeah, overall, happy with it. Chat, how, how do you now feel on the game, like, what, roughly 24, or more than 24 hours later? Are you happy? With, I know you can never be happy with a defeat, and uh, I know who I'm going to go to next to that question, but what are, your, what are your thoughts? Are you feeling more optimistic about the season ahead, less optimistic, or about the same? Get your thoughts, and I want to get you guys really interacting with us tonight. And you always hate it when we lose. I don't care if we're playing Real Madrid. You're not a fan of a loss, but... Looking at it objectively yesterday and kind of leading us up towards halftime and, you know, you guys jumped on for the halftime show yesterday. All of us, I think, were thinking a couple more Arsenal goals were coming our way. So what what really changed? Do you think it was Arsenal just doing, what was the word people use, a professional job where they thought at 2-0 they were safe? Or do you think it was the substitutions and maybe a change in tactics from Cooper turned the game a little bit now let's get ahead of ourselves yeah but kind of where were you on that that's a hell of a long question (laughs) sorry sorry uh generally speaking i'm not i'm not i'm not too disappointed yeah of course we don't like to lose you know but we've got to be in mind we're playing we've got to be in mind it's first game of the season i have to say that that performance i was kind of a little bit surprised um it's certainly better than anything we showed we showed pre-season you know, if we'd have yes. gone into that with the pre-season form, we would have been slapped, wouldn't we? You know, and bear in mind, we've got neither of our best two, def- our first two, def- first choice def- central defenders playing. Mm-hmm. I think we did reasonably well. On the, you and me, low block, etc. same as all of us. But on this occasion, I think it was the only thing we could have done. I mean, and they yeah. were getting frustrated. And, you know, <clears throat> their goals, one was a deflection, one was a worldie. Another day, you don't know. Arsenal deserved to win, don't get me wrong. Of course they did. They were the better team. They're bound to be. Um, but I thought we did quite well. I thought we, I was quite pleased. I thought the defence did show a lot of um, intent, a lot of, a lot of intensity. Mm. They, they really seemed to be at it and they didn't want to let them score, which I think was great, again, considering what we've seen in pre-season. So I was feeling encouraged, to be fair. And of course, Good. second half. Second half, yeah, Arsenal did perhaps take the foot off the gas a little bit. But most teams do that. Second half. I mean, I've, I'm sure we've all seen games where, you know, our team's been falling up at half time. You're thinking, this is going to be 10. Second half's always that bit quieter. Mm. And once we, made last the year. Yeah. <laughs> once we made the substitutions, we did look a different side. And I was quite excited. And that goal was absolutely magnificent. I mean, I've heard Arsenal players complain about their defence. I wouldn't blame their defence. I would just say that Ilanga was like lightning. Tywo cut him beautifully and took his goal. Great goal, no, no complaints. And we, we could have, we could have, we could have snuck a late, undeserved equaliser. But generally speaking, I was, I was quite encouraged by that. It certainly gave me a lot more. I'm certainly looking forward to the Sheffield United match a lot more than I was before this game. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of dreading it, you know. But it's given me that encouragement. Players back, different formation, home crowd. Sheffield United. I watched them. They were shit. I mean, really bad. Um, mm. So. 
I've got a lot of encouragement for for Friday. All right, Dina, I want to I want to start looking at some of the players. Um, obviously, Turner came in and made his debut. What did you think of him? Did you think he looked at home, or do you think we still need a Henderson there? He was at it was home. Big it was big pressure on him, wasn't it? Playing yeah. against his old club, literally a few days after. I think he did really well, to be honest. He he, he kind of he looks as though he's going to fill the defence with confidence, and that's what you need. I think when Navas played, although he was a great shot stopper, he never looked solid, did he, with his handling? Yeah. Yeah. And he seemed to be all right. I mean, he was beaten by a deflection and a worldie at the end of the day away at Arsenal, and they weren't bad. I mean, they didn't put in a bad performance. So you can't blame an off day for Arsenal and a good day for Forrest. I think he did well. His distribution looks okay. Interesting to see that they were kicking longer a lot rather than play around the back like they normally do for 20 minutes. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think positive. I mean, do, do we need Hendo now? I mean, is he going to be our number one? Do, would we? Would that budget be rather spent elsewhere? I feel a poll coming on. <laughs> well, well, carry on with that thought, Dino. What do you think? Do we need Henderson and chat? Let's get let's let's get up early polling. Why not? Is Hendo required? And what I will remind you all of is that I remember when Nabas came in. It was wasn't it the Leeds game, his first game last season, and he had a worldie and was man of the match. Yeah. And then suddenly everyone's like, ah, Hendos, let him be injured for the rest of the season. So, you know, don't mm. jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. But let's get a little feel. Um, while I'm doing the poll, you know, get some of these, um, get these, uh, what's his name again? Turner comments in. Um, it's interesting yeah. to see what they're saying. No, okay. I'm so just going to get the poll on one and it's dropping down. It's crazy <laughs> cat's not, I'm not sure. Good distribution, I agree with that, and that's something we've suffered with for a long time, and we've since um, mm. Samba really had a good, decent di distribution. He was the last keeper that had it. It was Anyone a little else? shaky. Sorry, it was a little shaky to start with yesterday. He had one shot that was one. Sorry, one clearance that was yeah. closed down, um, and he. But after that, he looked really decent. He made a really cracking save from. Um, I think Rice. it was Declan Rice's shot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because that took a deflection as well, and he tipped it onto the post. And I felt he looked confident. Uh, another one of the problems that we don't really pay too much attention to with Navas was also the communication issues. He he struggled. Yeah. He really struggled to get his um, uh, ideas across to the rest of the guys. The amount of times he had his arms up, and you could see that there wasn't that um, communication basically with the back line that that is needed and i think that really helps but that can i just th throw my opinion in on uh hendo whether we still need no. hendo what no shut up uh right <laughs> who's the backup now so if, if turner does get injured god forbid but we're not in a mm. forest so it's, it's more than likely who's the backup so uh, you know what I, I i still say we need hendo and, and we need to have competition for that number one place but that's the wouldn't it um, mm. Crazy cat lady, that's what my missus says to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you bad boy. Can I just say, with, with Turner, I was really yeah. quite impressed with him. Mm. I didn't feel nervous about him at all. You know, like when Hennessy mm. or Hogarth or somebody, or, or even Navas is in there, you've always mm. got that nerves. I felt quite comfortable with him. He seemed to command his box well. He's a big lad. And I still want Hendo, but I want two good goalkeepers. I want them both. Mm. Um, and, and the point is, I'm not now worrying and waiting on Hendo, thinking, oh, God, when is he going to come? Is he going to come? I'm quite calm yeah. with it. So, yeah. obviously, it's the first game. But I've seen Turner a few times. And to me, that's how he is. 
that wasn't anything special. That's just his normal, his normal output, his product. So and you yeah, I'm quite comfortable with him. And when, you wouldn't blame him for either goal yesterday, would you? You know, no. the first one, I think without the deflection, he probably would have saved it, would have hit him. Um, and the second yeah. one, he didn't stand a chance. Uh, so I couldn't blame him for either goal yesterday. And his distribution was decent. He was his long kicking, his throwing was decent, and he was doing it at the right times. So, um, I like him to be a bit more on the front foot and a bit more confident, um, and almost uh, orchestrate our attacks a little bit more but that will come with confidence and that will come with him getting used to the players around him but yeah that's something that samba did really well for us you know with his throws especially you know he'd get us up, up the field within seconds you know and just time it right so that'll come with like i say with time and confidence yeah but just, just throw you quite back in on that and um two things yeah. Over 200 of you in here already. We've only been going a couple of minutes. Thank you for being here. Please make sure you hit the like. Only 32 likes. Come on, guys. And subscribe oh, yes. if you're new. I think the point is, on here, what, what I always like to do is kind of get under the bonnet of it and really ask the questions. That Hey, he's still alive, Spacebar. Welcome back. Hope you're feeling what better. Yeah, 5-1. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's definitely feeling better. But here's the thing. And I'm going to point this out at you. And kind of touching on what the guy said. 20 mil is roughly, let's just call it 20 mil now for Henderson. Yeah. Whether we have to pay it this year or next year. Okay. Car would, would the money be better spent now? I mean, there's talks on a Sangare bid going in. We've seen Tyler Adams has broken down with Chelsea. Um, is that 20 million not better spent on an outfield position? And then maybe trusting a Shelby, for example, as the backup keeper or bringing in, you know, the dragon, the Polish keeper, who's really good for a lot cheaper as a backup. Or do you think we need two number ones to be fighting it out for that number one position? Well, it's quite funny because the point I was about to make was that what this does do, being Turner and him looking good, you know, first game, I accept, but looking good yeah. at the moment is that it puts us in a more powerful negotiating position with Manchester United now. Because now we're not desperate. Very good we're not point. desperate. Good they point. need to get rid. Trust me, they need to get rid. He's not going to mm, play yeah. for them. So we're in a much more powerful negotiating position. Not only that, but the other thing that'll help us is a three million loan for Rayo with a 27 million buyout clause at the end of the season. That straight away lowers the prices of every other goalkeeper that's not quite rated not quite as highly mm -hmm. so i mean if you remember when we first inquired about henderson they were talking 30 million yes and now yeah, we're right. in 15 20 and now and then we're in alone with the rest of it you know what i mean so it puts us in a much more powerful position so personally i would say we need to spend it elsewhere if we can get him on a loan with an op obligation to buy fine that's not an issue but i don't think we should be forking out a lot of money it depends on the, the price if it's 10 million then mm -hmm. buy him but I don't think we should be we should be forking out a lot now in a position we don't need mm. when there are positions we do need. Yeah. I'll tell you what we need. We need another striker behind a one year, don't we? I don't think yes. that's my priority. Is that your priority, Dino? Striker. It's kind of become my priority after I saw yesterday that Ripping. he took that goal so well, you know. And mm. but he he has suffered with a couple of injuries, hasn't he? So Without him, what have we got? You know, we're back to like wood again, aren't we? So I don't know, Huang and Wood. He goes quiet. Way to bring the stream down, right? I know oh, I talk about CDM quiet, all the time, but... but I just, I just don't know. I just think if when you get a long-term injury, we're stuffed. 
Well, just yeah, just we on this one, Dina, because Crazy Cat Lady said it here. She says, I don't believe I'm saying this, but we could sell Jono and then get Dino and Sangare in. Um, let, let's touch about Jono. Um, I thought he was really yeah. poor yesterday, playing as a nine. I don't think he's a nine, but... Well, one, how did you think he played? And two, do we need him? <laughs> I know it's a weird question to ask, but... Do we need him if Cooper wants to play this narrow formation? Do you know? Um, if he wants to play the narrow formation, no, we definitely don't need him. He's definitely not a striker, and his stats last year proved that when he played on the right compared to when he played centre forward. But I think Cooper's I think Cooper's probably looking at this formation away, isn't he? Against the tough teams. Mm. But you can't you can't buy somebody like Alanga and not not plan for wingers this season. You can't. You can't. So he has to play wingers at some some point. Whether it's a four two three one or a four three three, you have to play wingers because that's what we've got. If that's the case, I know Jono's a bit up and down, but when he's on fire, he's really on fire. Yeah. And when he's got confidence, he's like unstoppable. But he was poor yesterday. But it's not had a great pre. It's not had a lot in preseason, has it? Really. Mm. What's he been doing? Training on the training ground and then made an appearance in the last game. It's it's like not a lot that he's done. So I think it's it's a it's a it's a double edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. I agree with Crazy Cat Lady. Two for one at that level. Yes, I would take probably. But then what have we got on the right? You're looking at fitting MGW out there when we play a three up front rather than a four, or you playing Scarpa, who looks as though he potentially is on his way out. Then we're looking for another right winger again, and it's just like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, I, I, I know you say I, that, I think... but we've got... We've got... Alanga can play on the right. He played a, quite a decent chunk of his time at Man U on the right. Yeah, then we need a left winger, and he's, Dennis yeah, is we obviously have not. One. We, we, have, we have these forgotten... Yeah, I know we do, but... Dennis, you know... Yeah, uh, but sorry, Cooper... as you're going to jump in and, and say something there. Uh, Callum, mm. we'll be covering this point very shortly as well. Um, I want to... We've got a lot to yeah, say Yeah, no, I that. just thought it was an interesting... I thought it was an interesting question or point whether... Have I gone? Whether it's... Um, do not whether we want him anymore. Do we need him anymore? Because uh, yesterday, when he changed the formation, and he bought a Langer on. Well, initially, when he bought a one year on, a one year did really well. And so one of the biggest criticisms of Tyro last season was that he couldn't hold on to the ball. And I saw a massive improvement in that game yesterday. Mm. Even that 20, 25 minutes that he played yesterday, he yeah. didn't give the ball away. He didn't lose it. Um, he brought others into play. He's much more aware of that now. And if you can see, keep progressing like that, he's going to be one fantastic player. And and the pace as well. We talk about Alanga's pace. Did you see Taiwo's pace? Taiwo outran all of them. He Thank outran you. all of them to get into that position. Because mm. if he hadn't done that, then uh, there's no one for uh, Alanga to aim for. So he, he was As he started behind him. He started yeah. behind Alanga and ended yeah. up in front. Yeah. And I'm not saying really. anything. Everyone was building up Alanga's pace and everything. Mm. But you look him side by side. A one yeah. he was bombing it down there. So Absolutely. I'm glad you I mean, brought that up. Yeah, yeah, no. The only difference is obviously Alanga's running with the ball. But um, the, the pace of Tyro yesterday was frightening. Um, and I've got to say his all-round awareness, his movement, that last bit of movement to give get him the goal was really impressive and it's top quality uh striker movement and um really imp uh, if we can keep him fit mate i think we'll all agree he's, a, he's at least a 15 to 20 goal uh striker and if it, it, 
if you've got somebody like that, you 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 should stay stay clear of the relegation zone. If you've got somebody like that who can stay fit throughout the season, but I go back to Dino's point now: who's a backup behind him? And uh, at the moment, there isn't anyone, and Brennan doesn't work in that position. So if that's the only way to, Brennan gets into the team, then I don't know if we need him. And if it, but, but then we can make decisions where money can be better spent. I wouldn't kick if we can kick the can in terms of the payment for the Hendo down the road. Then that's fine until next season. But Hendo's got to be in on the, in that little shopping list for me, as well as certain CDMs and others that we're interested in. But yeah, do we need him? That's a question. And if a chat can give me a good reason why we do need him for the rest of the season, I'd be interested in. Bear in mind, I'm his biggest fan, and I, I don't want him going yeah, anyway. Yeah, but you, uh, I'll what? give you a reason. Well, if we could, we do, Dino, sorry, I want yeah. I want to come to you chat because sometimes we do forget to go through the poll do on the do mm. we need hendo 61 percent still say yes 39 mm. are saying no so i'll end that one i'm gonna ask the jono one now as well sorry go on dino if we crack this counter attack because it's okay low blocking but low block you've got to be able to get out quickly and we've yeah. we've got players a one year fast alanga fast jono fast yeah mgw creator so if we're not, and the only time we did it well, not the only time we did it well against Arsenal, but the time we did it well, we scored. We moved through the, it wasn't a long ball. We moved through through the midfield quickly, forward pass, forward pass, forward pass, ran down and obviously a one year belted into the middle and what a touch that was for the goal. What a touch and what a cross by a Langer and a run. So we can hurt teams away if we can get that sussed, you know, that counter-attack, actually down on point if i was cooper i'd be bloody practicing that all week to be honest because that that's our style low block equals counter-attack doesn't it it can't it yep. can't equal anything yeah. else yep. in football terms yeah. it can't equal anything else so we have to crack that and when it works we saw it work against arsenal for a goal it was brilliant so exciting Absolutely. to see that we tore yeah, it to and, pieces there and, and two players two that's it yeah, but and looking at it, like I'm, I'm going to give cre uh, cre credit is the word I'm looking for to Cooper for the substitutions. Now, if I'm being analytical about it, I think if he'd done that maybe five or ten minutes earlier, who knows what the result would have been. But he did say that Tybo only had about 20 minutes and it's like we know he's been injured from the Leeds game. But do you think Cooper will look at this now and see that as good as Arsenal are, as good as some of these other teams are in the Premier League, if we've got pace and we've got these attacking options, and I'm still a firm believer, look, if Scarpa's going, you know, we still need Jono, for example. Pays those two, Alanga and Jono on the wing, with Taiwo up front, MG Dub in the hole. It's an exciting front four for me. Do you think this will encourage Cooper, especially as we've got Sheffield United next, to maybe look at that that kind of front four, if you like, um, off the yeah, back well of the I, 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 as you know, I don't overhype Jono as much as a lot of Forest fans do. Yeah. But I do recognise what he's got, and that is pace and the ability to score from out wide. And I think we do need that. We've got to bear in mind that yesterday we played Arsenal away. And as I said right from the offset, you've been saying not to do anything but a low block in it with the players we've got available yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So Agreed. I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving him a free pass on that because I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah. That doesn't mean I want to see it against Sheffield, because then it won't mm. be the right thing to do. Against Sheffield, we should play 
a more progressive and attacking formation. If we do do that, then I think Jono is a vital component of that. Yeah. Yesterday, I have a theory. I have a theory. I think we played him down the middle yesterday to, to put Tottenham off for Oxford buying him. Because if you watched him yesterday, you ain't buying that play for a striker. <laughs> so I think it was... I'm thinking Jono thought, oh, I better put this wide, otherwise he'll sell me, you know. So, uh, how much do you think that knocked off his price tag? That quote unquote love, it should knock 20 million off if it was me buying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to keep him because, as I think it was Space Monk, uh, and and sorry to interrupt you, Flo. You, you do it, you're giving me some pure OCD. Stop shaking your camera, man. Is it just me or is it shaking? Not my camera, it's mate, it's me. Which one did you mean? There was you, one you, where he said that Elanga, Taiwo and Jono is a frightening... Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think yeah. it is a frightening yeah. attack. And we need yeah. to take advantage of that. And yeah. You're quite right, Dino. They are perfect. They are built for counter-attacking. But also... But we've got a counter-attack. No, 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 no. Yeah, but they are. On the occasions yeah. when we need to, then they are built mm -hmm. for it. I just don't want us to need to do that all the time this season. Sheffield United being the first one to come along where we don't need to low block Sheffield United. And and thank you. Thank you, Carl. It's not just me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just me. It is shaking, and it's, it's giving, it it's giving me a bit of Yeah. For those of you it's watching like, well, on the podcast said, later, you're lucky. It's like yeah. Blair Witch Project, mate. What's going on there? We're looking up your nose. In it, man. Okay, so there I don't are know a what to do. Of... For... I don't know why. I don't know. Stay I, still. I don't see That'd be a good move. Start yeah, your hands on the table. You, when you get excited, yeah. you start banging away, and it's like... Well, you're thrusting your time. chair or something. I yeah. don't know. It ain't as handy. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like cinema 4D. 4D cinema, isn't it? You know, you get the experience as well. Anyway, I want to move on to a couple of the negative performances. And as much as I love MG Dub, he was shite yesterday. That second goal is what was he doing, man? Why can't he just clear it? We just yeah. about got out of our box. We should have punted it away anyway. And he decides he wants to do some freaking lacroquettas and berber spins. And he just yeah. completely loses the ball. We literally concede from that. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's was not... he. Was he showboating too much for you yesterday? And chat, what do you think? I think so, yeah. And I, again, at the wrong time, and it's been a big criticism from us last season of him, where when he's getting the ball in dangerous positions for us defensively and doing those tricks. And yesterday was it was a pathetic because if you looked up the line, there was four Arsenal defenders of that line, Arsenal yeah. players of that line. There yeah. was no one for him to aim for. Jono would have been central. So just put it into touch as far up the field as you can. But don't be trying to find a man in that position. Not when you're surrounded by Arsenal players. And he was just so easily pickpocketed. It was amateurish. And he's got to have a look at himself. It's not the first time he's he's done that. And we've conceded goals from the, Ars uh, the Southampton home game towards the end of last season. Yeah. We were comfortably 2-0 up. That's, that reminds me of the situation where he put us in trouble again. So it's something he really has to iron out of his game. And the showboating has to... I still want him to do it, but I want him to do it in the right areas of the pitch where it's not going to cost us, you know, a goal or a, a chance, a, a shot on our target. But it was poor decision-making. I I, um, I think I said in um, in the wash long yes, therefore it was as bad as McKenna's decision against Bournemouth at home last season where he didn't put it into touch again and mm. um, we ended up conceding a goal from it. But yeah, poor decision-making. He needs to really cut that crap out for me. 
Dina, do you think I think Ujo here is spot on? I've said this a lot last year. Yeah. And again, again, I love MG Dub. He's gonna be a star player. But there is definitely a a difference in his levels of performance home and away. Now having said that, he was brilliant when we played Palace on the last day of the season. But if you look at the overall picture, I personally feel, I don't know what you think, but at home, he's a lot better. I don't mind the tricks and the flicks as long as it's in the opponent's half. Yeah, I'm okay with it. If you're trying something to create a chance, go for it. But when you're doing it, like level with our box on the wing there, asking for trouble, that's where I think he still needs to mature a bit for that. But do you think there is a distinct performance level between home and away with uh, MG Dub? Well, firstly, the tricks and the flicks, that's a bit of maturity. You've got to know when you get older in the career, and footballers get older in the career, they know when to do it, when not to do it, I think, like the guys have said. In terms of home and away, no, I don't think it's anything to do with the grounds we play at. I think it's to do with the, the, the formations and the, the block that we're in. Mm. So when we are playing, when we're playing away, we're generally a little bit lower with less possession. And that's probably when he gets frustrated, to be fair, and comes deep and get the ball and tries to dribble <laughs> up the pitch. Um, like we saw him try to do a couple of times yesterday. Yeah. Um, in terms of when we're at home, when we're a little bit more free-flowing, um, that's where he shines. So maybe if we're going to play that play, that system, he's not. he might not be an away player. We might have to put him on the bench for away games. You know? Yeah. And, and the problem I think we would have with MGW, who would replace him if, if say, he were to be dropped? You know? Do we have that out and out number 10? Yeah, I mean, firstly, you've known I've been saying this for a long time. I'm sorry, but I have. I've been saying it for a long time. Like the guy has got to get himself in yeah. fucking gear. Otherwise, he's got to just get rid because we can't be putting up with this. Nobody minds the odd trick and flick every now and again. Get you on your feet. Wow, brilliant. But do it at the right time and when when it's needed. Players now are expecting it. So we just like, they just... They just come off him a bit, yeah. let him do his stick and take the ball off him. It, yeah. No, it's got to be ironed out, that has. Otherwise, he's a poor player for us. I've he's not all while. He doesn't bring enough to counteract what, what he gives away. He gives the, the ball away so many times. I don't mind giving the ball away if you're trying to do a through pass or whatever. That's fine. Mm. But not by mm. trying to dance around in a circle and do it with Charleston or something. No, that's not what we need. We need a proper ben. player. And do you feel, I, I just felt this yesterday because you've got the other um, England boys who are, you know, hyped up, your Sackers, et cetera, on the Arsenal team. And he did go and greet Saka straight after the match, yeah? Was there a bit of, I'm trying to prove myself that I can be the level of a Saka? I don't even know if I'm maybe. making sense. It's just a thought I had yeah, maybe. after the game, yeah. you know? And I, and I don't maybe. mind that ambition. I don't mind that ambition. No. Did anyone feel like that? May, that may be, but uh, there's also, I feel there's an agenda, a pro MGW agenda. I watched him in in that under-21s, and sometimes he didn't play well. And we're raving mm. about it, and I'm thinking, what are you on? It's like MGW yeah. is the big, the next big thing. Trust me, all the yes. papers are talking about him playing for England and everything. And it kind of blinds them to what, like, when he does do his pirouettes and loses the ball. We don't even notice it. So mm. it's a pro MGW agenda, and that's dangerous because that'll get into his head, get into the manager's head, and think he's mm. irreplaceable and indispensable. It's not. Don't get me wrong. He's a fabulous. He's got the potential to be a fabulous player, and I don't want us to get rid of him. I want him to improve under us. But he's got to start learning because it's been 
a season. He's had a whole season to get this out now. Still, I get what you're saying. And the Wolf fans were complaining about, were saying the same thing. They were. Yeah. They were. But let, let me just chuck this one um, at you, Ez. Mm. Uh, what I just said there about the pirouettes, the Berber spins. Martinelli did it yesterday. Whether he meant the pass or not, everyone's lauding what an assist it was. So mm. how can, how can, I'm just picking on Ant because he said it. How can Ant say in one instance that oh, very quickly because that's one spin in one game it's not 10 spins in every game yeah, okay that's fair enough the, can fair i just sorry can i just add in there yeah, sorry to interrupt yep. that's in the wrong part of the pitch for, for mgw to do it. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. martinelli yeah. did it in our box yeah. but the people are saying that he's over tricking and over flicking yeah no i, I agree and they're not agree. necessitating that it's just because it's in our half it's even when it's in the other half i'm going to mm. defend him because i i do have some goggles with him I, i'll admit that yeah and i do see the argument it's it's like but i don't like the oh what an assist it was by martinelli because he decided to do an accidental Huh? He didn't mean to do that. I bounced off his ear. We didn't mean to do that. There's no way. No chance. How was no he getting in a million years? He meant to do that. Watch it again. He wasn't even it, looking. It bounced off his heel. It could have gone anywhere. Chat, he didn't have motion, everything, different right. angles. Okay. Yeah, can we ask that in the chat, please? Because there's no way he was expecting Ed, to get feedback. Ed, Ed, I really don't care what. I, I use my own eyes. I've got my own opinions. I don't care what. That's what I'm saying. Look at it again. How was he going to get through that gap? He, wasn't he just did a, he just did turn it bounced off his ankle. Did you see how fast You're... it went? It went bang. Yeah. Exactly. There's there. no way he can that. Anyway, we're all entitled to our opinion. We'll agree to and disagree. I don't, I don't think it's worth even. We'll pick. We'll pick this up on Tuesday, mate. We'll pick this up on Tuesday. Yeah, you guys can debate that on FFTV <laughs> Premier League. If you're not subscribed, please do. And we got well Thank over you. 300 of you in here. Thank you for chilling with us this Sunday Sorry, night. Sorry, Joe. 66 Sorry, Joe. likes. Come Sorry, on, Joe. hit the like button if you haven't already. Sorry, Joe. How's Ozzy going? All right. Yeah. Luke hey, definitely didn't mean it. Lucky. <laughs> Anyway, okay, I want to move on to a, a really good performance. Um, Dino, um, Einar, he's been impressing mm. me pre-season, and I, I was really impressed with him yesterday. I thought in the main he had Saka well-marshaled throughout a lot of that game. I think the problems for us came down the other side, which we'll talk about. I know a lot of you are commenting mm. on Aurier. We'll talk about him just after Einar. Um, how, how impressed have you been with Einar? Is it too early to get excited about him or is there signs of a real decent player there? He's, he's this season's, last season's Aurier, if that makes Ooh, sense. I like it. I like it. Because um, he, he's just, I mean, he, he came at a snip, didn't he? N- nobody knew him. We was all Googling him. having <laughs> a look at his highlights. And I looked at his highlight and I'm like, mm, yeah, he can even find him on FIFA. <laughs> yeah, he looks <laughs> yeah. pretty good. But then you know what these highlight reels are like when they don't show the bad bits. But he's been pretty solid. He's had a pretty solid preseason. He's fitted straight in. He's fitted in quicker than Loddy did. Mm-hmm. And dare I say, he's probably going to be better than Loddy. And even... even <laughs> Bye, Dino. Bye, wow. Dino. Hold on. Wow. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're messing me around. Loddy, you can't, you can't say that. Really you slow. can't say that. Loddy, you can mess us around with his... Are you backing me up or not? Does he look better than Loddy in the first few games? One game. You've got some backers, Dino. you got some backers, no, mate. Pre-season. Come on. Okay, including pre-season then. We'll give you that. 
Oh God, that Actually, didn't I agree with you. Because Roddy's gone, so so fuck him. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Roddy's not even in uh, equation yeah. anymore, is he? Yeah. Oh, it's Kyle it's again. It's me and Kyle against the world lot. <laughs> keep going, Kyle. That's it. Keep no, going, mate. Keep going. Well, you got Martin with you as well. That is ignore Mohammed. Oh, don't you start oh, getting Lord, selective, mate. What's what's these, no, no, it's Kyle's burner on? account. Hold on. All right, there's only one way to settle this. There's only one way to settle okay. this. Listen, crazy cat lady says it. That's it. Oh my god, man, crazy oh, cat lady. Look. Seriously, look. lay off Dina. My lean will I get think Dino's won this one. Sci-fi hates me, and even <laughs> sci-fi agrees. Well, we can say there's yeah. no sentiment in our in our chat, but we know there is sentiment in our chat. Well, if you mention Jed Spence, mate, they'll all be in on it. So uh, I don't oh, know. We have to do a poll. You lot, you lot. I this has to be a poll. All right, stop. As Big look. Mark says, poll. The poll is up. Who is better, Lodi or Aina? If you say it, Aina, yeah, you're banned. <laughs> You've been timed out. It He's been solid, solid though. Oh, he has been solid. 70% have gone Aina already. What are you lot doing? <laughs> At least he's tried to go forward as well. Even he kind of, he kind of, he kind of knows his role. He knows that he's got to defend and he's got to get forward. That's what I really like about him. And he doesn't really make many mistakes. I mean, Saka turned him a couple of times, but he did also put a good, good couple of tackles in on Saka. And like you say, Saka should have been, yeah, been man of the match, but he wasn't. And that's that's got to be down to Aina. Especially like better than Maldini. I don't care if you're playing him at left back, he's a right back. And Stuart Pearce. Oh. Oh, no, no. You're taking it too far. That was a joke. Ez, who do you think? 73% in the chat is saying Aynar's better than Lodi. What are you saying, Ez? I'm... Oh God, no! I mean, obviously, the better player is Lodi, but we'll we'll take the player who we got right now. But yeah, I think, I'm not I'm not going to be sentimental. But if we're saying who's the better player, then Lodi's a better player. But Aina's got a lot of potential, mate. I felt we defended really well. I think um, Dino's right. Saka didn't really get um, too much out of him. The odd occasion he did get past him, he couldn't really uh, get a telling ball in. He's got a lot of potential. Um, Cooper says he's not fully match fit yet, and I think that kind of showed. He did look like he was blowing around the 70-minute mark. So once he's got his foot fitness in, I think he's going to be a real <laughs> a real asset. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm not going with the poll. I'm going to ignore the poll because it's just sentiment, in it? Toffolo, yeah. We'll get Toffolo. Was Toffolo even on the bench yesterday? In fact. Yeah, yeah no, he was. Yeah, I think he was. Was he? It was sci-fi. So, it was it? a joke. I took no, it immediately back. Chill. Let me check. Let me check. Hold on. Yeah, Carry on. Uh, um, and what about you? Uh, you know, the only reason this poll is tongue in cheek. Yeah, I just like, I love to it's see how serious. sentimental it's the chat. Is. How how short term the chat is. One good performance, and suddenly he's uh, a Maldini or a Pierce. Um, and yeah. are you at Maldini Pierce level with him yet? Not. No, I'm not. No, it, it's it's not Loddy. No, he's not. But but it may be just what we need. So it doesn't matter now. Lodi's gone. Fuck him. He's gone. He's got no interest in the guy anymore. He left us. He had the choice to come back and he chose Marseille. Go away. His missus. His but missus chose is, Marseille. He is, he is a class Brazilian international left back. He is a superb football player. But in a way, it's irrelevant because he's gone. So I am extremely um, impressed with Aina. I think he's been really good. 
Yeah. Lots of enthusiasm, lots of endeavour. Exactly what we need. And I think he'll do well for us. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Thank Please you, no Dave. Longer. That's my point. Uh, now, trust me. Well. Trust me, social media, though. Wolverine hates Aina. Mr. NGW goggles before he even kicked a ball. Or Mr. Loddy goggles before he even kicked a ball. Was I right on both? Scarpa goggles and he still and, hey, hey, you know, You know, don't forget Froiler. I was with you, mate. So <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to drop you in here. Uh, NFC says, you guys are fantastic. Thank you. Well, oh. yeah, I can't even read it because Dino took it off. So right. uh, thank yeah. you, NFC. I mean, he's Dino's been pro one. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he's just looking for it. Um, Je- but just to confirm, Tuffler was not on the bench. The bench was near Kate, Elanga, Froiler, O'Brien, Williams, Kyote. A one ye word and Horvath. Um, it was in the okay. book is, allegedly. We're all in agreement. We're all in agreement that Einar still has some time to prove that he's a Loddy. But the chat don't think that. 68% are saying he's already better than Loddy. Fair enough. Everyone entitled to their opinion. Do it again in 10 games. Let's see. Exactly. I remember doing yeah. a Navas the poll is- after Leeds and the Navas poll after leads again on the second one where he spilled yeah. it. The results were very different. Anyway, let's talk about a, an area of concern. And I'm going to start with you, Ant, on this one because he was your boy last year. And to be honest, he was all our boys last year. He's looking around thinking which one. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. Aurier. Like yeah. Aurier. Aurier. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat, what, what are you lot saying? What are you lot saying to Aurier now? I did say in the pre-match video on the predicted team. Huh? I'm saying you asked me a question and then he just carries on. No, I'm building you up. I'm building you up. Oh. All right, go on. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. <laughs> no, 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 mate. You go on. You go on. I thought I was going to say, so just answer the fucking question, man. <laughs> yeah, time to go. Time to go. Wow. One game. Yeah. yeah no, Ooh. it's not just one game. It's uh, it's the end of last season as well. Um, we need somebody a bit more reliable. He's looking, yeah, he's looking overweight. He's looking slow. He's not covering the spaces. The, the only thing I will say in his defence is that he's a right back and not a right wing back. And yesterday he was being played as a right wing back. And we all know he's never been a right wing back. Yeah. Wing back. He doesn't mm. bring enough to the role. He doesn't get back quick enough. So... As a right-back, let me rephrase that. As a right-back, I'd still have him in the squad. More than happy to have him in the squad as a right-back. But please don't use him as a wing-back. He's a liability. On that on that point about overweightness, right, is it not just the away kit with the stripey lines? I mean, Anna and Dina no, have some guts on them at the back. Yeah, it makes us look like we've got bellies, doesn't it, Dino? Huh? It makes us look like we've got a bit of a belly. So it must just be the shirt. You know, my abs are just so tight and then i put that shirt on and i'm like chubby brown it was yeah. honestly even <laughs> looked a little chubby yesterday you know what i mean and he's chiseled well i mean we saw yeah. him when we went to the kit launch he was chiseled man and that shirt that? does not a one year okay so is Aurier. i've seen him with his shirt off and trust me oh, have you now. Now. we haven't we <laughs> watching videos of what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, Ez, what, what do you think of Aurier? Because the chat is now saying 62% would drop him. Do you think he's past it now? Do you think that because he got this new contract at the end of last year that he's kind of just settled into a comfort zone? Or do you think it's one game, man? Chill. 
Um, no, it's not just one game. Um, I think he's, I think we, we all said that he's he's been looking a little bit off the pace towards the end of last season as well, and it's kind of carried on into this season. Is there um yeah is there an idea of he's got his contract now that and he's now he's um kind of settled? I don't know. Um, he doesn't look good at the moment. He doesn't look fully match fit to me. Um, I kind of bigged him up. I said he's he's a big match player. You probably work better in that back five because he's more uh, disciplined defensively. But he struggled. He struggled defensively mm. and going forward. He seemed to get robbed off the ball far too easily. Like he had no awareness of his players around him. And when he did get the ball, his distribution was appalling. Certainly in that first half, it got slightly better in the second half. But it, maybe I don't know if it's just match fitness or there's more. There's a more underlying concern for us that he's not got his head in the game anymore um I don't know but I think it's a bit early to judge him on that first game but I I was surprised that actually when uh Williams did come on I understand now but I I, I like I said Aina did look like he was blown a little bit and he probably did need to come off but um I also felt that Williams probably should have come on for Ori at half time anyway um but it's the first game but a few people have mentioned this and they, um I think yeah. it's it's worth bringing up is Bianconi. When are we going to see him given a chance? Because he can mm. play that next season. season. He's got bags of pace. He's good on the ball. He just needs he, he just needs to um, be basically let off the leash and given some game time. I uh, don't know if for Sheffield United is a good game for him to do that. But if you're not gonna if you're gonna use Williams as backup for Einar on the left hand side, then you're gonna have to have a backup for Ori on this right hand side. And Bianconi for me is. Uh, perfect replacement for him. I don't know if you others agree with that or not. What would you do, Dino? Right back or right wing back, whatever the hell we end up yeah, doing. wing back, Nico's a better player, but I, I think yeah. if he if a player has a bad game, I don't think you can like drop him like out of the club. That's it. They've got to go. I think it's got mm. to be... He's been good for us last season. Don't forget, he was our player of the year for a little while last year, Aurier. It was a big surprise. And it's like Yates mm. yesterday, he had a horrendous uh, game in terms yeah. of his, his distribution. But we're going to drop him. I think. I think the key is well, not drop him, not get rid of him. You know, put him into the abyss. I think. I've always said this: if players aren't in form, you put them on the bench, and you bring the others yeah. in. Yeah. And then they go out of form. You bring them back, and it, it, that that's how football works. That's how football works. So I wouldn't drop him. No, I still need to figure out what. Um, because if we're playing a, listen, the the most exciting thing about Forest at the minute, other than Felipe, is. A one-year up front, Alanga, MGW, and Jono. Those four up front. The only way that's going to work is with a four at the back. And if you go four at the back, Aurier's better than Nico. End of for me. It's a better point, but Bianconi can play right back as well. Oh, I think, see, I think Cooper's so going to... Would, would fit our counter-attacking style, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, so on the poll, 63% of you would drop um Aurier, thirty-seven percent of you wouldn't. I'd be interested to know if you would as a right back rather than a right wing back. Look how polite he is. Yes, and can I just say something? Sometimes we get a little bit hyperbolic when we're getting excited, you know. So like get him out of the club, a little bit strong. I did I did reiterate. Yeah, I, did try, I, did. I was just saying drop to the bench. I was saying drop to the bench. Yeah, I did yeah, I was gonna say I did retract later and say for a back four, I would have him in the in the team. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think he. I just don't think he's suited to wing back. That's not his fault. I, I mean, he's a bad player. He's just not suited to wing back. Nico's a far mm. better wing back than than Serge. Yeah. So if we're playing a low block with with a with a wing back, I would have Nico. If we're playing four at the back against Sheffield United on Friday, I would keep 
absurd. Just to clear that yeah, up, so people too. don't think. Anthony no, wants no, him no, out the club. You know. Um, sorry, a bit <laughs> random, but <laughs> can um, Forest and Chelsea not sponsor each other? Can I just cover? Can we just cover this? I know it's off topic, but I know everybody thinks that um, sponsorship is huge money. It's not. It's not. It you know, ten million shirt sponsorship is fantastic money for a really good club. Um, it's it's way less than that. So the shirt sponsor sure thing, I know everybody gets a bit obsessed with it, but it's not worth that much money. Yeah, I, also, I get annoyed with it just because I don't. I know the money doesn't touch FFP. I just think mm, it doesn't yeah. look professional. Um, yeah, no, not I, that, I, don't, but... I don't like the fact that they're putting ticket prices up to gain two and a half million, yet they're not bothered getting a shirt sponsor for six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can look at it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But it's like you're it. looking at five, five, six million at, at our level where <laughs> yeah. we're on the Premier League. Not even that, Dina. It'll be like yeah, three, four, three, four. Chelsea, Chelsea have to secure the shirt sponsor. Sorry, mate. I just said Chelsea has, have now secured a shirt sponsor, and it's yeah. huge. Yeah, for, for, it would be huge for us. It probably doesn't matter to them. Uh, yeah, in the know, in the it's just to set uh, the chat's expectations that it, you know it's not worth like hundred million or anything. So it's just it's no. fairly no, you know, no, fairly no, small no. compared to. Yeah, look at set. it this way: if you get a shirt sponsor for ten million, it's half of Chris Wood. Exactly okay. that. Anyway, let's move on and talk about the midfield. There's like I think about three fifty of you already in here. Sixty six likes. Sixty six oh, likes. Hit that oh, like button if you haven't Let's pause the stream until it gets up there. Come on, guys. Well, that would probably be our best stream ever if we just shut it up, <laughs> wouldn't it? But uh yeah, and if you're watching later on the podcast on uh Grumpy Old Reds, please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Okay, I want to get into this midfield, and I did embed the seeds on Friday on our last um live where I talked about Danilo, I talked about Mangala, and I talked about Yates individually. Everyone has their favorites of them collectively. Is there an issue? Because everyone's saying, well, we can midfield. Our passing is poor there. Um, yesterday, personally, I thought Mangala and Yates couldn't pass wind, let alone the ball. Um, I thought they lost the ball quite a lot. And Danilo, for me, was quite unnoticeable throughout the game. Um, this midfield yeah. is starting to become an issue. Well, it's already been an issue, in my opinion. But, as what was your thoughts on the midfielders? And guys in the chat, do we have a problem in midfield? Over to you, S. Yeah. Um, so to answer that question, do we have a problem? I think we do. It's certainly with a link up between those three. And you're right about Danilo. I think he was really on the periphery of that whole game, to be honest. Um, he didn't get too involved. Um, we didn't have an, much of a possession. I think what was our final possession stats? Probably in the low... 21. Low, 21, yeah. So low 20s. Um, but that, it was a lot worse in the first half. First half, they were all over us. And we just struggled to get out in general. Uh Again, there's no link-up play between the midfielders. So do you put it down to individuals having a bad game? Yates, yeah, I agree, didn't have his best game yesterday. He's a bit... Uh, Mangala as well, got, got when he did get the ball, he wasn't just wasn't looking up. But when he is looking up, what's his only option? It's Jono on, on the, uh, down the middle, not even on the wing. We, we weren't giving ourselves any options in, in attack or in midfield yesterday. And I think you've got to have to look at the way we're setting up. I think the players, I, I go back to what we said last week, what I said last week, I think the players are, are the right players. It's just not been playing the right way. But there's simple passes that we're not doing. And is it the pressure that we put ourselves under? Or is it just pure lack of um, 
lack of awareness you know we're just you know, not we're not looking up you saw even saw today uh, i was watching um the brentford tottenham game end-to-end stuff mate high line no no real thought for defending but when they were breaking out they were, they were all the both teams looked comfortable in possession in their midfield they looked like they were looking mm. up they were breaking into space we were hesitant we were hesitant when we had the ball we were hesitant when they had the ball it's down to a lot i think that's down to lack of confidence and let's hope we see some changes on friday night but um, we have to don't we yeah, but you can't read too much into that game. But in terms of our, our collective play in, in midfield, it is poor again. And I don't know why it's so different from when we are home or away. But I think we're slightly better at home. But yesterday was appalling. We had no we had no transitional play yesterday at all. Yeah, well, it's certainly first half. Um, and before you come in, I just want to thank you. Thanks, Nick, 2023, to becoming a member. Thanks very much. Appreciated the support. And I'm just going to pull a thing up on screen here. Um, oh, it yeah. is stats. Hold on one second. Oh, here come the stats. Um, the, what, <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah, so we've got to see see changes for Friday. See that? The, I can't see that at the minute. Can you see that? No, uh, no it's not showing uh, on the screen. You've still got the, <clears throat> the four boxes on. Yeah. We're at the side, but you've got the four boxes on. We've lost Des. <laughs> okay. okay, well, I mean, what's this, what's it showing? What are you hoping to show on, on that? <laughs> I showed it to Sonnet earlier, uh, Wolverine earlier, sorry. <laughs> um, it was showing <laughs> our possession through the game. And mm. once we made those substitutions, our, our possession went right up from 15 to 14 to 20 to 21 to 27 to 50. <clears throat> and I know we kind of, and, you know, we, we probably did, we probably gave Arsenal too much respect in, in that way. Yeah. Do you think we reacted too late to make those changes? And would you have liked to see them earlier? Because we did have them on the rack near the end, the rack. They'll we, probably laugh at that, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're um, content creators and their fans don't quite see it that way. They saw mm. it that we scored a goal, made it nervy for them, but they never really felt that we were going to score another one. And I can kind of yeah. understand that. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say that we're on the rack. It was certainly better from us. And I believed we could get a goal, but I'm mm. a Forest fan. Mm. Um, regarding the midfield, I wouldn't judge that midfield on yesterday. I'm sorry. I know people don't like this, but it's Arsenal away. One of the best teams in the world, literally one of the top five teams probably in the world. Yeah, but it's so, been a problem. It's been a problem yeah, last year sorry. as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I, the, I argument, agree, I, the argument sorry, is I agree. Why, can't, why can't we make simple passes? Because that's what we're struggling yeah, no, I agree to do. With all that. I agree with all that. I'm just trying to not let this one game dictate how we are thinking going forward. Now, after Sheffield United, if we see a similar display by the midfield, then I'll be all over it. But I'm willing to give, I'm just willing to give on this occasion a little bit of rope, if that's the right term, um, bearing in mind the fact we were playing Arsenal away. I mean, they're good. They're really, really good. No one's saying they're not. United, then on Friday, what would you do in midfield? Would you play a two? Would you play a three? What formation would you play? And chat, just have some thoughts and put um, some comments in, in the chat about what your midfield would be at, against um, Sheffield United on Friday. So we asking gonna, me. Yeah, you're going to yeah, ask the numbers again and teams. He can't yeah, get to a. Depends on the formation, doesn't it? 
You choose. You're the manager for the day. Well, I've got to be if I was the manager for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I know everybody likes 4-2-3-1, don't they? I quite like 4-3-3 as well. So if I was going 4-3-3, no, I want to go 4-2-3-1. You want to fit MGW in, don't you, my friend? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. Even yeah. though I've, after what I said, I still want to. You hate him. him. Is that half the problem, though? Are we I don't hate him. I love the guy. I want him to succeed. I'm only doing it for its own, his own benefit. It's a bit of tough love, you know. Oh, you, you crap. Yeah. Sort it out. Come and chat four two three one or four three three. Surely nobody's going to put a five. But if you want a five at the back, please put it in the comments. Let's see what the chat are thinking in terms of how we should line up. Now, Sheffield United looked a bit ropey. Obviously, all three teams that came up last, which is nice to yeah. see. <laughs> and they all, they all look a bit starstruck, a bit like we did in our first game against Newcastle away. So let's have a look at what the chat's at. Right, so we've got... Uh, four two three one. Brett, they're coming through so quick. Four three three. It's all the fours. It's a four three three four three three. Has anyone said five? Not no. yet. No, only a way. I think Anybody what five? Michael says there. I think what Michael says there to me makes sense. A four two three one at home and a five four one, whatever variation you want. Yeah. Away. Well, obviously, we've got crypto in the house. Again, though, do we do we do we really mean that? Will we? Are we going yeah. to go to Sheffield United and play five at the back? If if our Do form is to... going to be as bad as it was last season away from home, yeah. then yeah, yeah. But let's let's be positive. Let's be, let's be happy. Let's clap some happy juice. There's a couple of different juice. ones. There, there's uh, wing back, and there too, yeah. and there too. So there's a few. There's a few. Look, I, I'm not sure. I, what like, let's, is, get, mate. let's get on to the Sheffield United game in a bit. I just <laughs> want to nail down this midfield thing because, and you were saying yeah. that don't judge it on yesterday. I'm not. I'm not. I'm judging it on last season as well. And I that's just it. feel there's a a ball passing midfielder, if that's even such a thing, that's missing from the team. I don't think Yates is good enough with the passes. I don't think Mangala is. And to be honest. Danilo is good at bursting. His energy is at bursting forward rather than... He can do the odd pass. He's, he's actually probably the best out of the three. The best he of was the lost passes, yesterday, wasn't he? Huh? He looked lost yesterday. He looked, lo- he looked lost to me yesterday. Him. Yeah. yeah didn't notice did yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it, but our probably best two passing midfielders are the two the fan base probably the most against, which would be Freuler and Shelby. You know, if you look to them as out-and-out passers unpopular opinion and no, no way am I saying play either of them but what I'm no, saying I, I, agree, I agree with you yeah. I agree with what yeah. you're saying there Scarpa 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 he can play back there he's even played How left can back Scarpa who is probably one of the best passers in the club look at look at these players who are not passing and think what have I got to do to get in you know it's a bit weird it's a bit weird anyway, yeah but something has to change we need, we need a we need a ball playing Ideally, deep lying ball player. That's what we need. But they aren't easy to come by, and the ones that are good don't want to come to us. That's, That's why Shelby right. was brought in, wasn't it? To be that person. Yeah, and you know what? He the perfect, quarterback. Didn't he? Before he played for us, he looked perfect. He looked the perfect <laughs> profile. <laughs> yeah, and Dina, you were you were a big fan of him, and you you convinced me he was going to be good, right? I and I do fan. see the logic behind it, but we do almost need a Shelby in there who's not a bellend don't we? That, that's the kind of player we need. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he's, um, 
I think when he he let in a couple of bad goals, did he cause a couple of bad yes. goals, didn't he? And that really, really made him hated with a, with a lot of the Forest fans. So did he get a fair crack of the whip? Yeah, you can put a lot of people in that bracket, can't you? Barde, Dennis, you know, there's a lot of people that you can talk about that. But listen, he's not our future, so we need to move on. And there's a few shouts. I've seen a few shouts for O'Brien in here. He's yeah. not necessarily a, a ball player. He's more of a ball winner, is he? A bit like a bit like Yates mm. is. But I think, I don't know, I think we're suffering well. with a, a bit too he's familiarity over the yeah. three. Other than Danilo, who's, who's kind of more of a box-to-box, isn't he? We had we do not have that ball player in midfield, and that's a problem when you and we don't have it at the back either, you know. And that's a problem when you're playing counter attack because that's why so many balls are coming back, and we saw mm. it against Arsenal, in the, certainly in the first but, half. But we're not even smart when we have got the ball, you know. Um, good, yeah. point, I think, and kind of slipped in the point, but he didn't really. I'll elaborate on on it a bit more about Lewis O'Brien. One of his key skills, and one of the things that um, for we noticed when he played against us for Huddersfield was he gets a ball, gets it forward, and then he gets gets picks up fouls in and around the penalty area, and you know progresses yeah. the ball forward. We don't have that smartness, and if that's the right word to use, in our play at the moment. You know, we if we do get the ball, we're trying to find someone, and then if we can't find someone, we end up losing it. Hold on to it. Get grab yourself a foul. You know, but we saw the difference. Like I said, when Tyro came on, he actually held up the ball and got players involved. But our midfielders are so it's like a hot potato to them. You know, um, and they don't look comfortable in possession. And I keep saying it's going back to how they're being set up. But you're right. This just simple basic skills of just pass a ball five yards. You know, and we're failing to do simple things like that. So it is worrying thing. I hope it changes when we're at home. I think you've kind of touched on the formation that we want to see on uh, Friday, and I don't know mm. if we're having a longer discussion on that. But for my from for my two pennies worth, I would love to see a four-two-three-one and have Alanga and Jono either side of uh, Morgan yeah. Gibbs White and Tyro. You got to start with Tyro. He's got to be fit. If he can do that, even in that twenty-minute spell, can do that kind of uh, run and hold on to the ball the way he did yesterday, because he didn't shirk out of anything either, did he? Considering he's coming up from an injury, I think he's strong enough to start. You've got to start with Tyro against Sheffield United. Can we we have a quick chat about Tyro? Because I I don't think he's been given enough credit for the way he got across Ben Scheidt yesterday. That, Mm. That, for me, forget how fast he bombed into the box, yeah? The way he got across Ben Scheidt was absolute proper number nine play. Get in front of the defender, use that physicality, block him off. And he made the pass for Elanga so much easier to come across. Four players on him. If you freeze frame that shot, there's four players around him and no no other first player in sight. And and proper number nine. Alan Shearer would have loved that. He'd have been, I didn't see much, but he would have said, that's what a forward should be doing, getting across. Brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely. Gary Lineker, Alan Sherrod, that was their bread and butter, mate. It's, in it's a goal hanger's box. goal, yeah. isn't it? It's a goal yeah. hanger's yeah. finish. He's always there, mate, the in the six-yard box. Yeah. yeah, the movement was fantastic because he cut, he cut in, then he pulled out, gave himself the space and gave Alanga 
a, a target hit because all Langevin had to do is just get it into that space and he made he did all the work for him but I thought it was a fantastic player it's real progression and again like I uh, go back to his hold-up play yesterday massively different from last season you know we at times the ball would just bounce off him and he held on to it really well so I think he's a real asset for the season we kind of do have to until we've got other options kind of um, you know wrap him up in cotton wool but for me he's got to start He's got to start against Sheffield United, though. Whatever happens. Yeah, I would yeah. say I would say rather than bring him on, I'd start him, and then yes. just he needs to be fit all season. If he's fit all season, he'll grab a bucket load of goals for us. How and many goals did he score? That position, season. but we've got to look after him. Don't play him in the cup games. Well, you know, when the game's done, bring him off. Is that either eleven or twelve? I can't remember. Yeah, he's got. I thought he was eleven. Eleven is around that number. Consider, sorry, considering well, how much time he missed with injury, considering that it was his yeah. settling in season, that's pretty bloody impressive. Five in mm. a row now. Five yeah. in a row. Yeah. Five in a row. That was the point I was going to make. Um, Collie Moore's is six in a row in the top flight. Well, in the Premier League days, obviously, top flight didn't exist before Premier League, but six in a row is our record with Stan. So, uh, yeah, look give at, him a chance to get that against Sheffield United, mate. Look at all these other clubs that are desperate for a goal scorer. Yeah, Everton, for example, mm. where Mope missed five sitters. <laughs> and and chat, you're welcome. All those bellends. Yeah, exactly. well, if Cooper exactly. wants Mope, well, I'd, I'd admit it, Wolverine. You and I were devastated when he didn't come here. Yeah, yeah, do you know the hate we got for saying you know how shitty he was? Fair, I think we all. Yeah, I think we all realised how shit he was, and uh, it was it was. You're right; there were happy clappers saying, "No, oh, if Cooper wants him, then he should get him." Yeah, okay. Right. Well, not even Dino's yeah, mum would want him. Seriously, is that bad, man? Is oh, that... Kyle's bought moped? I like that. <laughs> and poor Mike, poor Everton Mike. I was speaking to him last night, and he was just oh. like. Uh, poor guy, because he did. If you if you're not subscribed to Mike, subscribe to him from Beat the Drop. Uh, not yeah. sorry, Mike. Everton, Mike. And I was just like, mate, I just want to thank you again for taking Mope before we could have him. And it, oh, all his message back was, he is utter shite. Because <laughs> he missed one from two yards out. But anyway, I want, I want to carry on with well, still just a couple more points on um, Taiwo. Now, what I will say, I, I want to get numbers from you guys. I've seen some crazy numbers on social media that people are saying he's a 20 to 25 this season. I can't see that, not because he can't do it, but obviously the style of football we're playing. I'd love him to, mm -hmm. but do, you, do any of you guys in chat, give me a number in the comments of how many goals you think Taiwo will get this season. Let's go around the houses here for this one. Um, and how many do you think he'll bag? Premier League. I'm talking uh, Premier League, not League yeah, Cup. And, you know. I think 15 will be a good season. I mean, this is the Premier League. You know, only like £80 million world-class strikers get 20 goals a season. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's be fair. Mm -hmm. Not saying he mm -hmm. can't, by the way, but yeah. you got to bear in mind the services getting. So uh, yeah. if he got 15, I would be ecstatic with that. I think that'd be great. What about you, Es? How many do you think he'll bag? Yeah. I said earlier in the show, Fuck I think he's safe. Yeah. Just hold on one second. Terence, 27. We'll win the league, <laughs> man. <laughs> 24. <laughs> That's the crazy numbers, isn't it? Sorry, Es. Guys, just there, think right. about just think about who scored 20 goals or more last season. Just think about how many players actually did that and the teams yeah. that they were playing for. Before you go in with your 25s and stuff. Just saying. That's yeah, no. 
Yeah, Bertie from Georgia. Uh, I said earlier in, in the show that I think if he stays fit all season, he can get 15 to 20 goals because 11 goals, and like Ant quite rightly said, he missed large chunks of a season. So he missed more than half a season last year. So if he's getting 11 goals with uh, playing less than half a season, I think if he stays fit and he stays, uh, we, we he obviously we uh, get the we get the quality to him that like we did yesterday, then he can, uh, for me, yeah. Unless, if I'm going to put a figure on it, I'll go 17. 17 goals this season. If it's Just a quick shout out to the absolute legend. That is Wills. Wills 69, as on the back of his shirt. Red dog. Uh, we love all you guys at FFTV, to all the haters from X that slag the guys off. Oh, Twitter, okay. I'll keep forgetting X. Uh, yeah, they yeah. are here watching. If you don't like their content, simply tune out and carry on with your day. Great work, eh, Will? We love you, man. We love you. Great Thank you so much mate. for the £10, you absolute you, legend. And yeah, haters. We love you too because uh, you're sitting here watching. Do I need to say more? Um, just, just before I ask you, Dina, on how many he will bag to back up Ant's points. Premier League goal scorers last season: Harlan thirty-six, um, Kane thirty, Tony twenty, and that was it. No one else above twenty. Chat, all right? No one else above twenty. Next one was Salah with nineteen, Wilson eighteen for Wilson last year. Bloody hell! Rashford got seventeen. Martinelli and Odegaard then got 15. That was your top list. That was your top two, four, six, eight there. So to be in the top eight, you need 15 goals. Do you want to change your numbers, as Samir, with the 202 or <laughs> it was? Or are you still confident in the 20s? Dino, with that information, how many How many is he bagging? 17. I if he gave me the stats, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> 17. Oh, thank you so much for the super sticker, you legend. If he got and 17, off, Dino... off his arse and one off his knee. Mate, if he got In 17, if, if, yeah. if you assume like they'll get the same, that would put him, what, two, four, fifth, sixth top goal scorer with Rashford from last year. I know it's a yeah, different... There's no, there's no, Kane, no Kane anymore. So it gets him up wise, no Kane. True, 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 exactly. If... Okay, let's say you're right, Dino, and he gets 17, yeah? What the hell would his value be? Because if Tony, God knows what he will cost, I think Spurs are thinking about him in January, yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, has Taiwo got a big ceiling here to grow in terms of just his valuation for Forrest? I mean, you Absolutely. look at it now, it's great business, 17 million roughly um, last yeah. year. What could he grow to? Could he be worth more than a Jono for us? Oh, you don't with these with these transfer fees this year. You don't know what he's going to grow to. Just look at Caicedo. Mm. Moy's on about one point eight million to Brighton eighteen months ago, and now look, they're all fighting over well over a hundred million for him. So you can't really guess. The sky's the limit. I mean, we I, I never you know I, I like Taiwo, but if somebody's going to give us like stupid money for him, then it's good for the club, isn't it? A good. Hey, for do you think someone squad. could? Sorry, did you finish? Sorry, I thought you'd finish. I know. Uh, do you think someone may come in for him this window? There's been no links at all for anyone going by. Someone who's got, you know, 10, 11 goals from last year in the Premier League has value, doesn't he? Mm. Especially in a shortened season where he was injured for the middle part. Yeah, I mean, he did himself no harm yesterday, did he? Because um, mm. on, the, on the first game on, on TNT, um, to get that goal... He looked confident. Like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't just for gold. It was his pace, everything else around it. He looked really good yesterday, and I wouldn't be surprised if we have a few other players at the moment. It's just uh, the only real interest we've had is in Jono, but we've 
definitely got assets that any top club or even you know middle of a table club will be looking at because look at okay look at Brentford let's say for example the domino effect they they sell Tony you think it wouldn't be looking at someone like Taiwo and they are a little bit ahead of us at the moment I'm not saying that he'd he'd have his head turned by that I think he's really happy where he is at the moment but if you've got quality and we want them to be to perform then you're gonna have you're gonna have big bigger clubs or even clubs further up the league sniffing around your place so i would not be surprised if in january there's at least some serious uh interest in Taiwan if he continues the way he's going i've just asked a nasty question in the poll i couldn't resist if you had to sell one taiwo or jono who would you sell sorry Ed, you wanted to jump in and say something no, I, I was literally in my mind thinking to be honest, nasty question. More right. about losing Tywo than I would Jono. I think he's more vital wow. to us because without Tywo, we're yeah. in trouble. I agree. So, uh, yeah. And, right and also, the other thing I was going to say, and you know this, Wolverine, because you spoke to the guys from AFTV, opposing fans, well, of, of course, they're all opposing fans because a lot of them didn't face Tywo last year. Yeah. But the Arsenal fans, they were they were worried about Tywo, weren't they? They said he, he batted yep. us last season. Yeah. Yep. So, it, you know, his reputation... It's growing, it's growing. Little, even though he was injured so much. Absolutely. I love Ian's answer yep. there. <laughs> he th- he's pleading the fifth and uh, <laughs> abstaining from the vote. Um, at the moment, 96% would say, John, look, it's just a fun poll. There's, they're not, you know, he's not going yeah. anywhere. Uh, Garibaldi forever saying, uh, Awani is more important. Interesting. Okay. Garibaldi so, forever. Mm. Mm, Dito's mate. Um, all right, so we've covered, I think, all the players there. We've talked about the subs. Uh, let's talk about Cooper in general from yesterday and what the takeaways from the good and the bad um, and what you guys thought about it. Who would I sell, Antordino? I'd put them both up for a free. No, I was going to say, I'm retiring anyway. I'm not. I'm not going to another club. I'm retiring. Um, all right, let, let's 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 touch on Cooper, his tactics, and his overall performance. As what did you make of his tactics? Do you think he gave Arsenal too much respect to start with, and then corrected himself, or do you think he got everything quite spot on yesterday? And what do you guys think in the chat? I think it kind of possibly was his game plan um, to go the way he did. And certainly in ta- he he knew how many minutes he was going to give Tawo, for example, at the end of the game. So it was all part of his game plan. I think he was, uh, I think it was, to be honest, I think he was ha- pleased that we managed to only go in 2-0 down at halftime because once he got their first goal, they did look like they could get several more. So Cooper, from his point of view, was probably almost uh, gearing himself up for this, uh, that kind of game. And it probably played exactly played out exactly how he he expected it to. I like um, Wolverine said earlier. I would have loved to have just seen if we had another ten minutes with those players on the pitch to see if we could have got an equaliser out of that game. But I think gameplay wise and how the game panned out, I think Cooper would have been really happy with. It. I think it's exactly what he was hoping the game would turn into, um, and we gave ourselves a yeah. chance towards the end. I think this is an interesting point, you know, what Ian's saying. He goes, Cooper wasn't happy with the first half. I mean, he did say that in the post-match. Um, and second half was much more positive. But the way he set up, to me, looked like that's how he thought the first half would go out, if that makes sense. So do you think he did think it was going to go out that way? Or did he set up to go out that way, should I say? Or was it more so that he expected the second half in both halves? 
I don't understand the question. And it's Owen, yeah, by just, the way. Yeah. Huh? Owen. Owen, not Owen. Sorry, yeah, Owen. Not I in, keep not doing in. that to you. My bad. Um, what I'm saying can is... Can you rephrase it in a much simpler... Let me rephrase it in English. It was a shit question. I agree, right? What I'm saying is... What Owen is saying there, yeah, and he like the Arabic, and he like Kiki, and he's telling me. Oh, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I'm going to get it. You're doing that. Do you think Cooper is kind of contradicting himself a bit there? Because the first half setup looked like that was how the game was going to go, and when he made the changes, that's the direction it went in. No, I think he was more pissed with the amount of possession Sorry we lost. Again. <laughs> I think he was more pissed with the amount of possession we lost. I think that's what he was angry with. He definitely set up that way. Um, mm. But, uh, you know, for me, the only improvement area for Cooper would be to have done it 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, but in his defence, Tywo, he did say he had 20 minutes. I mean, if you want to believe that or not, it's up to yeah, you. But, but we can only go on what's calculate that. How, how do you calculate that? Because, you know, I've tech, seen him at the man. club measuring the fucking knees with a a piece of metal measuring the angle of the knee. And I'm like, what are you doing that for? Just get out and kick a ball. Just go and play football. Do you think they're overprotective of injuries yeah, too Yeah, I think much? they're just too, uh, this is me talking, too analytical. He goes on about how many good stuff came out. Oh, no, he's, he's at 22 minutes. Let's get, get him off there. quick before he explodes. He's a footballer, man. He used to be playing in the park as a kid for four hours straight. For God's sake. You can't compare a park football yeah. Premier League, man. You're right or I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong and I'll shut up. You're I'll wrong. Because Ant's favourite topic is about this. If they're on the bench, they're fit enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. saying. I, I do. I do, yeah. I'm the uh, same as you. Yeah. I, I, I hate I, it. Leah he... was on the bench. Why was he on the bench? He's either fit enough or he's not fit enough. You can't be a bit fit. Well, I suppose you can in a way, but, <laughs> you know... Again, Cooper no, said he had about ten minutes. I agree with Dino, right? That you say he said he's got twenty minutes. I agree with Dino. What do you mean twenty minutes? Is it that exact that science? Yeah. So you've got twenty Me minutes. Not twenty-five. Not fifteen. You got twenty minutes. No, no. As you with know. these old yeah, farts, you know what? Right, we're not talking about. Obviously, we're not talking about football in the park. We're talking about multi-million pound assets for these clubs. And let's have a look. Let's have a look at um one of Arsenal's big signings in the summer julian timber okay it was his fault he got himself injured but he ended up coming off he now, should have been sent off he should hey boy should yeah he should have got yeah i think he he, he certainly came off uh worse from that challenge and it was his own freaking fault anyway but he's come off right so they tested him they left him on for a little bit longer i think he came off after the second half didn't he if listening to um yeah listening to um uh uh, manager afterwards and he was he f he felt he'd made a mistake there he should have taken him off at half time so you've got to kind of judge it right and maybe we we obviously we're not privy to all the stats and uh analytical data that we have got on these players but 20 minutes does sound a bit like a rudimentary um, uh, amount of time that we've given him but they do know what these players are capable of and they do know how much you want to stretch them obviously the bigger picture for Cooper and for Forrest is the Sheffield United game. Give him some minutes in yesterday's game. Thankfully, in those minutes, he did a lot. He scored a goal. He did plenty of other stuff around the ball as well. But 
the, the real target is really Sheffield United because if we were four 0 down, there's, I would never have bought Taiwo One in that game. So it does depend on on the kind of game. And he, obviously, Cooper thought. Well, Cooper obviously thought like... we had a chance back into that game and brought him into that for the last twenty minutes. But yeah, if we were four 0 down, would you have played him? Yeah, but look, Minutes you've got like odds of Van Cooper here because they get information from the medical team. It's the medical team that will pass a player fit. It's not Cooper. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. they'll tell him, for example, Taiwo, cheers, baseball. They'll say uh, Taiwo has got 20 minutes in him max or something. Now, someone did raise the point in there, well, what about injury time? You know, that adds another 10 minutes. So I think that's mm-hmm. a fair point. Uh, what I would have liked to have seen, and again, someone just put it in the comments. Sorry, is the comments are flying by. But Nia Kate, he, he said he had about 10 minutes in him, 10, 15, I think he said, after mm. the match. I would have liked to have seen that just to get his ring rust off him, ready for the Sheffield United game. Again, you know, that for me is the key game here. The long throw-ins could have worked, and it, oh, Ant's pissed off, what? How the fuck can he have 10 minutes left? It's his elbow. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the elbow. Maybe that's why connects to the uh, hip bone and, and all that shit. And eventually, it gets to the elbow, doesn't it? Yeah. You know when you get to IKEA and, and you, there's a bit of furniture and they're testing it with his hammer and they're doing it over. <laughs> this is this has done it like thirty thousand times. That's what they do because he's running. Yeah. They've measured his elbow. They've measured it with a fucking piece of metal as well, so they know what angle it's going at. And he's running like that. And they, he, when he does it he forty times, that? he's got to stop and get that? off. <laughs> As a disagree with your point, my friend. Go on. If we were that good at protecting players, why did we have so many injuries last year? Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other debate. I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm not arguing with you on that. My point here is Cooper can only go on what he's advised from the medical team. That's my point here. Yeah, it's not up to him to clear fitnesses. If he's told 20 minutes, then that's what he's told. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. All right. They know the what they're doing. They know what they're doing. With the jury and Timber thing, one of the, the guys that was commentating, who was an ex-footballer, I can't remember who it was, I think it might have been Inchcliffe, I'm not sure, <laughs> said that uh, sometimes, you, you know, at half-time, you can't assess it fully at half-time, right? Yeah, minutes in the over. You can't, you can't assess it properly at half-time. You can only make a medical judgment. And sometimes it's down to the player. You say, how does it feel? And if that player said, yeah, it feels absolutely no problem, I can't feel it at all, then you're likely to let him go back on. And I think that's what happened with Julian Timber. He said, I felt fine. And he yeah. went on and then he didn't feel fine anymore. On the flip side, let's look at what happened to um, uh, Romero for uh, Spurs today. Spurs. He took a really bad head injury. He ended up scoring their, their goal, didn't with he? With his head. And they, yeah, with his head. But he looked shaky on his feet after afterwards when he was going for a celebration, and they made the decision to take him off. It ended up costing him one of his uh, because if they'd done it earlier, they wouldn't have used up a substitution. It would have been that. No, they did the wrong. They they submitted the wrong yeah. paperwork. Yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Wrong coloured sheet to the officials. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so there, mm. there are nuances to this uh, fitness thing, but. You're right. I mean, if Cooper's told he's, he's only got so many minutes, my point was, if we were yeah, getting battered at that stage, would you have risked him? Because I don't yes. think I would have. Would you have still played him? Yeah, Four I would have down? just to get, I hate to say it, minutes in the legs ready for Sheffield United. <laughs> That's what training's for. <laughs> no, but you, you need match fitness, and you can't just say training. There's a different oh. level. You're right, I'm, I'm kind of kidding a little bit. A little bit, a little bit kidding. Uh, a little bit serious, mm, but a little bit kidding. 
That, that comment is really tickled me. That minutes in the old I know, that's, that's I know. It, was, it was Nick, wasn't it? But so anyway, funny. okay. Okay, one more thing we have to talk about, um, which Laurie brought up. Declan Rice. Was it a penalty or not? Dino, in your opinion, was it a pen? And chat, yes I've or no? Yes or no, was it a pen? Take your forest goggles off. Well, let, let me just put some clarity behind it. I saw another one this weekend that was given... And I thought that was soft and it was very, very similar. I can't remember who it was, but it'd have been, it's rough. We can't clutch at those straws. I didn't think it straight away when I saw it, when they then slowed it down on the replay and like really, you know. We've been drinking. It was like, it was like, no, no, it's too soft, too soft. Too soft. Ez, what about yeah, you? Yes or no? Yeah. No. Um, no, no penalty. Yeah, so on the, on the um, uh, Declan Rice one yesterday, looking back on it, I don't think it would have been... I think they would have pulled it back for a push on a defender um, that body did before mm. it got to Declan Rice. So I don't think we would have got it either way. I'm just annoyed or surprised more than anything. Like, they didn't even review it from, from all accounts. So why... But I think on review, they probably would have um, given the foul against... Uh, against Bolly oh pushing the defender. But then I saw one today uh, in the Chelsea game, I think it was, where it hit Jackson's hand. That yeah. looked like a Stonewall penalty. So how how was that not given? Me. Yeah. It kind of went like that, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how was that not given? So it's still it's still a really weird, um, really weird uh, handball rule inside the penalty area. I don't think it would have given it on review, but the fact that we didn't review it is probably what I'm more annoyed about. I think it's because now. Bolly got a touch on it. It wasn't direct from the corner. And the the distance between Bolly and Declan Rice was, I mean, they were almost in bed together, weren't they? So I don't think they can give it on that. Well, we didn't review um, it, did they? We didn't review it. Really no. For me, for me that wasn't... Sorry. Go on, go on. For me, that wasn't a penalty. And to be honest with you, I'm sick of all these fucking stupid penalties that are given for handball. If the ball's blasted at you from a yard away, and even if your hands are out there, we just it's just too many stupid penalties given for handballs these days. It's like they were on about when they were bringing this rule in, or you'll get people kicking the ball at hands. And yeah, I can see it coming because they, they seem to be giving ridiculous handballs now. I don't like it. It used it. to be um, to me, hand to ball, not ball to hand, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're old. defending, fairly, yeah. what's a natural position? Because what I don't think is a natural position is trying to defend with your bloody hands behind your back. That ain't a natural right. position. I, trust me, I played right. football. And when you're playing football, your hands are all over the bloody shot. <laughs> you know, I used to play with my legs tied behind my back. If, yeah, we, if, you're, we, if you're sliding <laughs> in for a tackle, your arms will go up naturally. But they'll oh give a God, penalty. I, I don't like what it. What have I started? But, it's gone. Say, I have got one point I wanted to bring up before we end that's got nothing yeah. to do with anything except football, a little bit. And that is, that, you know, the new rule changes that are brought out. We all like the extra time. Yeah, that's great. But the one I like most of all, I don't know about the other Seven. guys, and I don't, know, I don't know why it irritates me so much, but I hate it, is when players do that. I hate it. Yeah. And now they've only got to go like that, and that's it. They're booked. I love that. Yeah, sure. yeah cool. I saw one today, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. All right, let, let, me, let me tell you my two cents on the penalty, yeah? Bolly didn't appeal for it. End end of discussion for me. He didn't mm. appeal for it at all. So I don't think that's it was a pen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's time. 
Yeah, we've covered a lot. We'll probably do a pre-stream for the Sheffield United match. Get the thoughts in maybe on Thursday because it's a Friday night game. So don't guy, don't you guys forget Friday night the game is on. Um, it's been a fun stream. Um, we, we took a loss, but it doesn't feel like we did kind of in a weird way. I don't know. Maybe we're turning into happy clappers. Who knows? Because we're season. expecting 5-0, that's why. Yeah. We've got the fancy Premier League coming tomorrow, Ez. Is that Gunners? No, no. We've, on, no, we've got Tuesday. We've got... Um, Tuesday, Yeah, so Tuesday we've got a weekend review show with Ant, and then we're probably going to have to move our uh, Premier League show... Um, our FPL show around the live show we do on Thursday. So it will be on Thursday, but we'll move it around the live show that we're doing already. Okay. We'll sort something out. Anyway, just to quickly answer Harvey before, because you have asked a few times. Harvey, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I think me and Ant are certainly there. Just meet us in the, if you are going, go, meet, meet us in the fan zone before the kickoff and, um, yeah, come and say hello. Because um, we will be there for the Sheffield United game. Just so, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been. And also, Sorry. don't forget on the Predictor League, I've absolutely smashed it out of the park this weekend, and Twister's had an absolute stinker. Yeah, but <laughs> is Mark in the, the chat? Mark's had the no, biggest no. stinker. What? I'm the above, I'm above all of you. Are you? Yeah, I sent you a screen clip earlier, just saying, just saying. <laughs> all right, I'm above all, right, all whatever. of you. Whatever, whatever. I've still got players to play this weekend, mate. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, there's plenty of content to come. There's the in-depth analysis for the Arsenal Forest game coming out tomorrow, as well as the transfer update where we're talking about Scarpa, Sangere, and everything else. If you haven't already, please hit that like button, subscribe to Forest Fan TV. If you're watching on Spotify or Apple, leave us a five-star review. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. And come on, you Reds. Come on, you Reds. You Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.